there's an expression that's been trending in Korea lately that roughly translates to something like, it's okay, whenever, whatever happens tomorrow is for tomorrow's me to deal with. This is kind of like how English speakers would say, this sounds like a problem for future me, doesn't it? Apparently, there is some psychological basis to this. According to psychologists, the part of the brain that activates when we're thinking of our future self is similar to when we are thinking of a completely different person. And that's why we procrastinate, as if the burden our future selves will feel has nothing to do with our present selves. Also, we operate on some instinct that saving up for the future can somehow feel like charity, as if some benefit will go to a total stranger that we don't even know. But thanks to all the trouble our present selves has had to deal with because of past selves, we all know that past, present, future, ourselves are all the one and the same. So instead of leaving more work for tomorrow's us, let's try to do something today that our future selves will actually thank us for. I'm Lena Park, and this is One Fine Day. Welcome to One Fine Day with Lena Park. That was Otteserka, or What Would Have Been by Sai, featuring Park Jonghyun, a.k.a. me. But going back to the subject of our opening, you know, I don't say tomorrow's me, but I do say a lot that, oh, here's a problem, there's a problem. Well, this problem is a tomorrow problem. And it's true. Psychologically, somehow I feel like because it's a tomorrow's problem, it's somehow separated from my present self. And why do all of us keep trying to pass on all the bad things to tomorrow's us? Oh, problem, let future me deal with it. Something I don't want to do, well, let tomorrow's me do it. Diet starts tomorrow. Sound familiar? Well, psychologists say, If you can't trust your present self to make good decisions, you need to do things your future self would thank you for. Treat our future selves like our friends instead of stranger and make them look back and think, thanks past self, I'm so glad you did that. It's kind of a nice thought to think about, right? Uh, Paying it forward as if you would treat a friend When you think about it that way, we're really not nice to ourselves, are we? Well, in any case, let's be nice to ourselves. Let's be nice to our future selves. A kind of a nice way, a forward-thinking way to start off the week, no? And speaking of starting off the week, happy Monday, everyone. What will you all do for Tuesday's You Today? 
All right.、Um, share some ideas about our opening, and share some ideas about what we can all do today. That you know, our tomorrow's self will thank us for. It doesn't have to be a long-term thing. We can start really small. As you, of course. Also, tell me where you are and what you're doing right now because our global roll call is coming up. Don't forget to send in your song requests and your sander, which are stories and anecdotes about anything. Nothing's too trivial; anything goes. Just message me on Kong right on the message boards on our website at world.kbs.co.kr. Or leave a comment on our latest posts on Instagram at KBS One Fine Day and Facebook at facebook.com/slash/EnglishKBS. If you're streaming us via YouTube on YouTube.com/slash/KBSWorldRadioService, you can leave your messages there as well. If you have a Korean phone number, you can text us at sharp eight one five zero. A regular SMS text will cost fifty one. A long text or MMS message will cost one hundred won per text. In part two of today's show, we'll be joined by music critic Youngdae Kim for our look into the world of K-pop from the outside. It is, of course, K-pop outside. So I hope you stay tuned and join us. For now, though, I'll be back with today's parallel. I'm sorry. Where are you? Today is YouTube Live, folks. So I hope you tune in. After one song, here is Yoon Sang performing "Reply to Me" or "Reply Naege" featuring Kim Sung Yoo. One fine day is coming to you live from Seoul, Korea, where it is currently 5:23 p.m. Woo wee! This heat wave has no end in sight.、Um, aside from the sweltering heat, though, I do have to say. Uh, heat doesn't really relay itself in pictures, and if you see pictures of anywhere, it's just really pretty.、Uh, really blue skies and really cute clouds. Too bad it's like super hot. Hope you guys are all staying safe, staying hydrated. It is, it's hot out there. All right, right now I'm talking to you in a studio located on the fourth floor of the main KBS building in Yeido, Seoul. Where are you? It's time now for our global roll call—a chance for me to find out where in the world all my listeners are, and to find out what you're all up to today. Where are you? Listener Yoon Mi Jung says, "Onni, did you have a good weekend? Was Jeton a lot of fun? I'm still enjoying the picturesque clouds. Yesterday, I learned how to surf. I drank a lot of seawater. I have muscle aches right now." My face is super tanned, but it was so much fun. The problem is, I'm stuck in a giant maze right now. Why did I have to come here on such a hot day? Oh no! Yeah, I don't know if the giant labyrinth was a good idea. I, 
I'm sure you guys know, I was stuck in that maze <laughs> myself. Um, but back then it was on an extra cold day. Any extreme weather for a labyrinth, I just don't know. You're, you're just not going to be thinking straight. But in any case, it does sound like you are enjoying whatever Jeju Island has to offer to its fullest. And that's kind of exciting to kind of uh, hear about and get updated with. Surfing, super cool. All right. I, Joalina, writes, The extreme heat is making me age, but you look like you're back in your 20s. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Because I did like did not look anything like that in my 20s. In any case, thank you for the compliment. That's very sweet. JSLE2017 writes, 안녕하세요, 정연 누나. Thanks to you, my wife and I had a nice trip to Chechen. We went to popular restaurants and cafes, rode the cable car at Chongpung Lake, enjoyed the fantastic view at the observatory, and took lots of pictures. On our way back around sunset, we went to Pakdalje. The place was originally called Idungyong, but apparently was given the name Pakdalje during the Joseon era because of a romantic tale involving the characters Pakdal and Gumbong. We kept humming the old song, Of course, the best part of the day was the amazing performances at Yongsujin concert, especially yours. Today, I took the day off work to recover at home. Oh, wow. Sounds like you had a wonderful time in Chechen City and all the beautiful things that were able to be explored there. I myself would have loved to explore a little bit more. All I did was get to see a quick and do a little quick roundabout of this ancient reservoir uh, that we happened to be waiting nearby and performing near. And then it made me realize, wow, there's a lot more to this area than meets the eye. Uh, but I do agree. I think that um, the lineup, of course, was amazing. I mean, we had headliners from beginning to the end, and everybody sounded great. I was really happy with the overall organization and um, the audio staff. They made everything just smooth and worked great, and we could hear ourselves great. I just, I'm like crazy mosquito bites, though, from yesterday after, from going down in Jichen. That's the only downside of being in the beautiful outdoors. Taipei Warren writes, yay, OFD time. It's such a stressful phone deployment day today. OFD is the time I can relax. Riaz Ahmad Khan writes, I am Riaz, a school teacher that lives in Sheikhupura City, Pakistan, a regular listener of KBS World Radio Service. Well, hello and welcome to our show, everybody. Thank you for tuning in. All right, let's take a look at song requests. We have our first request from PSI Love, who writes, 안녕하세요. It's Monday, but I'm fully charged. The concert in Chechen was fantastic. It must have been so hot for you. I didn't have any summer holiday plans, but thanks to you, I felt like I was on a holiday. I love the video at the beginning of the performance that introduced all the people who worked hard to make the concert possible. Thank you so much for the happy time. Have a great week. I want to request Komi Bobby Kim's Love Recipe. 
Oh, good call. Yes, Komi started things off yesterday. I couldn't believe she was the opening. She's usually the ending of any um, concert performance that she's, you know, in charge with or part of. It was lovely to see her, too. Yemin writes, Changyeonnim, it's hot, but I hope you have a fun start to a week where I am. It's raining due to the influence of the typhoon, so the heat's gone down a little. I had an audition on Saturday. I, I prepped in a rush and did not do as well as I wanted. But I'll continue to work hard and try out whenever I get the chance. Nothing comes easily. I'll do my best. I want to request Yunha's audition. How wonderful. Yes, auditioning, that's tough. It's really, really tough. Putting yourself out there and having the feeling that you only have like a very short amount of time to try and show people uh, the depth of who you are. It's a very unnatural construct. But you do get used to it. And the tougher skin that you can kind of get and that wonderful positive attitude that you already have, I'm sure that something's going to work out. Good luck. And let's listen now to these two song requests. First up, Love Recipe by Komi and Bobby Kim, followed by Yunha and her song, Audition. <laughs> That was Yuna with her song, Audition. Before that, we heard Gummy and Bobby Kim with their duet, Love Recipe. Listener, here I am, 0203 writes, 안녕하세요, DJ Lina. I added Jecheon to the list of cities I visited for the first time, thanks to you. I went a little early to look around Uirimji, that's the reservoir, and of course, the performance was fantastic. It was a fun weekend. 오늘도 화이팅이에요. Wonderful. I'm so glad you were also able to enjoy Jecheon. It was really beautiful. There was a nice little breeze because it was in the mountains and a lot of pine trees, wonderful vegetation. And because of the reservoir, I thought it was so cool to think about how that area must have looked when they built it. Apparently, supposedly, um, thought to be built during the Three Dynasty era. Very old, right? All right. Shizu Kim 0801 writes, Hi, Nuna. Such a beautiful selfie. Heard your concert on the weekend was wonderful. Props to your hard work under this super muggy weather. Take care for your health always. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, Props for hard work. Although I can't really take that much credit because I don't think that the hot weather bothers me as much as other people. And also, as much as, you know, I got sweaty like the next person and I have to constantly wash, wash all my clothes because of, um, because it just gets drenched. But still, it really doesn't bother me as much as other people. I don't sweat as much. So uh, this kind of weather for performing is actually quite nice for me, except for the bugs. Um, I don't, I'm not afraid of them. I just, sometimes I eat them and sometimes they bite me. And the other thing is um, my throat feels fantastic in this kind of weather. It's just, oh, it's perfect, perfect singing weather for me. So I guess that's a trade-off, right? I think I would prefer being a little too hot and humid uh, than freezing cold and dry. 
So I'll take it any day. Chungsook72 writes, DJ Lena, it's the start of a new week. It's a tiring day, but I'll do my best to cheer up. I saw YouTube videos of your performance in Chechen, and you are practically flying all over the stage. I was so relieved that you look so well after what you've been through. I could tell from their screams that the audience must have been so happy, too. Ticketing for a Sasan performance opens tomorrow, and I'm worried my figures might not work well enough. Will you give me some strength? All right, well... I mean, there are lots of things going on all throughout the rest of the summer. So if you don't get one, you'll probably get another uh, ticket for something. But uh, yes, wow, everyone's so quick about posting all that stuff on YouTube. I've got to be more careful and do a better job, I guess, because everybody's watching it on YouTube instead of on live performance. Um, but yes, I had a I had a good time. It was such a nice crowd. I mean, everybody must have been so hot, but they didn't let it bother them. And they had uh, so much fun. I could tell everyone was enjoying themselves. 02912 writes, hope you had a wonderful time in Jechen. I really wanted to teleport to Jechen, but obviously that was physically impossible. So instead, I watched your performance clips from YouTube all day. I think the last time I heard your angelic voice live was 2013, a decade ago. I'll most definitely go to your concert next year. All right. Yeah. Um, well, um, at least we have to be grateful for YouTube to connect us so that another form of social media to always stay connected and up to date with performances, etc., whatnot. So um, I think that that's, that's a great way to keep up and uh, kind of not have missed out really you are part of the show in a way jantro park writes been a while leaving a comment here did you rest well yesterday hope you did i went back home from chechen yesterday your performance last saturday was awesome as always this time my friend joined me for the first time and he kept raving about you <laughs> i was super satisfied <laughs> Well, I'm going to Donghae this week. See you there. And 오늘 방송도 파이팅입니다. All right. Well, glad you made it there. So glad that you had a good time with your friend as well. Unfortunately, I did not really rest. It was fun, but I had a big family dinner. Everyone came over to my house. So me and my niece were uh, cooking and chopping and boiling and steaming and mixing up sauces all day. I mean, literally, I was on my feet all day. So it was quite a busy weekend. That's for sure. Oh well. I'll be back with more messages after one more song break. Here is Frome with her song Midnight Driver. You're listening to One Fine Day with Lena Park on KBS World Radio. Mount 700 writes, It's raining. I wonder where you are. <laughs> Although we passed the where are you part of our show. Uh, but it's raining where you are. And hopefully it's a cool and gentle and pleasant rain. Paul Marie 18 says, Good day, DJ Lena. Greetings from the Philippines. Listening to your program while at work. Have a nice day to you. 
Well, thank you so much for tuning in and also giving us a nice hello. I hope you are also having a really great day. VOIXOXO says, Hi, Jonghyun Anni. Anni, Anni. I went to a Yupik blueberry farm over the weekend. Even though I live in Canada, it was my first time. I ate about one kilometer while picking and brought about two kilometers home to share with other people. All that cost me less than 7,000 won. Whoa. Wow, definitely. Um, when you live in an area where fruit is very prolific like that, you can enjoy it. Blueberries here do have a premium price, so how lucky for you. Great, great. What a wonderful experience that must have been. Sounds yummy, too. Alicia Y writes, With the coffee machine in the temp workplace having terribly watery coffees, my colleagues and I have discovered that the best drink you can get with that machine is a hot chocolate. So many of us, myself included, have since become hot chalky converts. We still like coffee more, which we'd still head out to buy, but hot chalkies have become the one go-to winter beverage that we can get in arm's reach. But alas, the chocolate powder section of the machine broke down a few days ago. They put some chocolate powder aside, so I tried to make my own hot chalky today but I put in the wrong ration of chocolate powder to milk to water, and it became too sweet. I guess even that takes skill. Well, not so much skill, but, uh, you know, practice, right? Trial and error, experience. I'm sure you'll get it down pat very, very soon. The perfect ratio. Um, hot chocolate in the wintertime. Just can't even imagine right now because of all the sweltering heat on this part of the world. But it's nice kind of to think of uh, blowing on some hot chocolate and cuddling up in a warm spot because it's so cold outside. That's a nice thought to help kind of take us out of our summer heat woes. Well, so thank you for your anecdote. All right, I'll be right back with today's parallel universe after one more song here is cheese and kwakyungi with the song traveler entirely two different songs from two different parts of the world. It's like they belong to a parallel universe. It's time to listen to a couple of songs that are seemingly nothing alike, but actually somewhat similar in one way or another. Upon closer inspection, one K-pop track and one non-K-pop track, it's Parallel Universe. And today, we will listen to two songs that are both called Today. First, we'll listen to the K-pop song Onil, or Today, by Owen. Owen, of course, a singer-songwriter. He's got this unique vibe, a laid-back vibe, and also a charming voice. His song Onil, or Today, 
was the title track of his debut EP entitled When I Begin, released in 2016. This song is about the day in the life of a young person who's just taken his first steps out in society, feeling alone and lost. The song starts like this. 4 a.m. unable to fall asleep. I think about the times I cannot go back to. As if, habitually, my heart starts to ache. The way home keeps getting farther. Drifting away, unable to find, unable to reach. Take it easy. Why am I the only one to suffer so? Why does tonight torment today's me? Oh... There we go. We're talking about today's me and tomorrow's me. Meanwhile, on the non-K-pop side, we've got today by American country and folk music legend John Denver. Widely recognized as a cultural icon of the American West, John Denver was beloved all over the world, especially throughout the 1970s and 80s for his beautiful lyrics and his melodies. The song today was originally released in 1964 by American large ensemble folk music group, the New Christie Minstrels. John Denver's cover of the song was recorded in 1975 for his first ever live album, entitled An Evening with John Denver. Here's how the song starts. Today, while the blossoms still cling to the vine, I'll taste your strawberries. I'll drink your sweet wine. A million tomorrows shall all pass away, ere I forget all the joy that is mine today. I'll be a dandy, and I'll be a rover. You'll know who I am by the songs that I sing. I'll feast at your table. I'll sleep in your clover. Who cares what the morrow will bring? Very classic, almost um, poetic ballad style lyrics there. Really beautiful. Two beautiful songs to listen to for today. It is Today by Owen, followed by Today by John Denver. Well, just a beautiful and flawless performance live performance uh, um, by John Denver. It was his song Today. And before that, personal favorite of mine from Owen, Today as well. Those were today's Parallel Universe songs of the day. All right, coming up in part two, we're outsourcing some outsiders' outstanding understandings of this outrageously complicated world we call K-pop. With help from music critic and ethnomusicologist Youngday Kim for this week's K-pop Outside. I'll be back with part two after one more song. Here are the new jeans with Cool With You. Welcome to part two of One Fine Day with Lena Park. In a moment, we will be getting an expert outsider's view into the world of K-pop with music critic Young Day Kim, so don't change the channel. 
Here is a quick song to enjoy while Yongde settles in. Let's listen to Sweet Sorrow with Kenchana Tona. Just get away, you deserve it. The world of K-pop is ever-changing, ever-evolving. You think you're keeping up, but all it takes is a blink of an eye before you find yourself playing catch-up. But we know some folks in the know, experts who can help us stay on track by sharing their well-trained views from the outside. It is K-pop Outside. K-Pop Outside is a segment designed to help us keep up to date and learn a little bit more about K-Pop from two different points of views. Of course, today is the outside view from music critic, ethnomusicologist, and author Yongdae Kim. Welcome back to the studio and happy Monday. How are you? Hi, hi, hi. Uh, what's, what, uh, what's with this weird weather? <laughs> We're super hot. Super hot, super hot. <laughs> then, I don't know. Gosh, that song is already an earworm. Now you've ruined <laughs> the now, whole day for now it's me. All I'm going to hear is. And it's raining. Yeah. Uh, uh, actually, according to a news article that I read, it is due to atmospheric instability. Oh. The pres- atmospheric pressure cannot stabilize. Maybe because it is um, dealing with um, extra warm temperatures. For some reason, I don't know. Hmm. I don't exactly know what that means. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't actually understand it. But that's what I read somewhere that they said is responsible for you, that. You know the word El Nino, right? Oh, do I know El Nino? I'm from California, and so we <laughs> we started having. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, not because it's Spanish, but because El right, Nino right, right. started much earlier in California on yeah. the on the Pacific Coast, on on the West Coast, and I know the effects of it already from when I was in high school. Oh, and now it's it's coming here. That's sort of disturbing. I mean, yeah, that's the, exactly the thing that I I, I, I we're used I was to El Nino on the West Coast, right? Seattle also experienced some El Nino back in the mid 90s. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. when I was a kid, um, mm-hmm. I was a You were an El Nino. No, no. <laughs> no, no, no. You know, I um, I was subscribed to the, the this science science magazine called Newton. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And it was uh it was 80 88 89. Wow. Uh-huh. Yeah, that was the first time mm-hmm. when, you know, I I the I learned the word El Nino. Oh. And I thought it was a joke because I right. it, it wasn't really relevant. It's a it's a yeah. I don't it was it's a strange a, name. Yeah, I thought it was a made up word El right. Nino what and uh, El all Nino? this like yeah. the graphics mm-hmm. and uh, you know right. weather so, weather systems. No, yeah. no, I don't think it's happening anytime soon. Right. A lot of people didn't think it, but oh. once El Nino hit in the States, uh, definitely on in the West Coast, we knew it was a real thing, and now it's here. It feels like, did it follow me? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. But in any case, it, we're definitely feeling effects. I'm kind of glad, though, that um, it seems like just everyone, hmm. everyone on the street, every normal person, we all know these terms now. 
El Nino, uh, higher pressure systems, uh, global warming and climate change, because we really feel it this time, yeah. right? We've been feeling it for a few years now. Yeah. But I think it's a good thing because it's generally moving towards um, a lot of awareness, increased awareness. We're all kind of getting educated about it every day. Yeah, I mean, but they, they've been they've been talking about this. But I mean, no one's been really listening for, for until... thirty years, exactly. forty years. But, but now... we have to we have to really feel it, and it's uh, in our face. Then we listen, and then we learn, and then human. we we learn these words. That's human. That's humans. We're not we're not so quick on the jump uh, sometimes. In any case, told you, I told I you. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. That's all the meteorologists <laughs> right, right in the world. Right. I told you. I told you. But, yeah. I mean, who's going to listen? Um, more humans joining us today. Chong Sung-ha and Taipei Warren, Kim Ji-soo, Yemin, JAL3631, Yubin writes, Young-ha, Young-ha. Hi, hi, young And we have another listener saying, I'm on my way home from work and the breeze is very warm. Uh, you know, breeze is warm, but hey, any breeze is better than no breeze. Yeah. You said it's raining right now. Somebody said it was raining, and I thought they were, like, in a different country. But it's raining now here. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that is weird weather. I, I don't know about it's that. But, weather. um, yeah, it's it's raining. It's it's weird. It I is mean, weird. Yeah. It's weird. All right. So let's uh, take our minds off the weirdness and kind of sink our teeth into some good music, mm-hmm. as I can always, always depend on some fantastic music from you. But you're taking us somewhere interesting today. Would you like to explain as you introduce... Our first song of the day. I don't know why I... You don't know why you did this? <laughs> I, I, I picked this particular um, theme, or... theme or topic or, or the genre. But maybe maybe um, we are living in a living in a world of, you know, this, is, this whole retro you know, phenomenon. Hmm. I mean, retro is a kind of relative word, right? I guess so. Yeah, it, it could be anything. It it's is. a very broad term that covers a lot yeah. of things, and there's a lot of different shades of right. it. Right. It's coming back in every 20, 30 oh, that's right. years. 20, right? about one generation's worth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm really interesting, interested in, in this kind of phenomenon. Right. Because when, when I was a kid, mm-hmm. you know, maybe maybe you you were we were in the same same generation. I was in a yeah. Niña. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> when I was a Sorry. kid back in the 80s, mm-hmm. you know, everything, every pop music was kind of kind of electronic music right uh-huh, uh-huh. new wave synth pop right you know the kind of first generation yeah. of this synthesized yeah. synthesized kind of electronic semi-electronic music mm-hmm. so I- even classical music classical music you know the they they uh, made a new kind oh, of phenomenon oh yeah the new classical right, new i totally classic. remember that Vangelis, yeah, philip glass yeah exactly mm-hmm. and also kind of semi-classic movement right. like like what is it hooked on the classics that's right yeah it that's is right. kind of synthesizing adding a loop on there yeah and classical music performed by synthesizer right. and uh, drums that's and right. drum machines drum and everything machines. But but again, it's it's coming it's back. Coming back yeah, again. Yeah, in a very um, fascinating um, format and mm-hmm. uh, and style. Yeah. So all of a sudden, you know, this synthesizer music, yeah. you know, computer generated sounds, kind of kind of repetitive, like, ta, 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 that kind of sound. Yeah. Is accept, accepting as a, as a kind of cool kind of sound. It really is. I mean, we just heard it with New Jean's song that yeah. we just heard. We also heard it actually even in Frome's song in part one of the show, Midnight Driver, total synth pop all the way. Yeah. It, it feels like we were setting you up inadvertently. We were setting you up for your retro theme playlist. Yeah, I mean, what's so fascinating about this whole kind of coming back in, uh, in full circle kind of thing mm-hmm. is that 
at some point, mm-hmm. it is always regarded as a kind of not cool at all kind mm-hmm. of sound. You, you know what I mean? I mean, it's it's yeah. It's, no, we say oh, it's dated. It's, or yeah, it's dated. Chonsuro, right. and all of a sudden. That's cool. <laughs> I, it's the same thing. The thing didn't change. Right. Totally that's get what a, you're that's saying. That's a uh, really fascinating, fascinating aspect of, of culture, pop culture in general. Fascinating phenomenon. That it is all in the beholder. The so, eye of the beholder. So, so. Um, as, a, as a music history of myself, I'm going back, way back. Wow. Not even 1990s, but 1980s. Wow. Mid 1980s, yeah. uh, in particular, to find out um, the roots, some of the roots of Korean synth pop slash new wave. Movement. Wow. Okay, we're going pretty deep too. Yeah. Pretty pretty deep. Yeah. And you'll I, be you'll be surprised. I think I so. Mean, not you, but you. <laughs> I, I think I'll be a little surprised because I know I know almost all the songs on today's list, but I don't. I'm not familiar with the first one, which is. 골목길. 골목길. Yeah, it was a. Uh, Covered as a hip hop version by YDG, oh, Yang Donggun. Oh yes, some point I've heard um, that. Yes, we yeah, all the, know that. The the, the 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 melody, the main melody, was so popular. That's right. Yes. Yeah, but if you listen to it um, in a really kind of fresh mindset, yeah, you'd be so much surprised really? by the uh, amazing arrangement. The the sound uh-huh. the sound sample that he chose. Uh, mm-hmm. By the way, the 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 musician here uh, is Lee Jae-min. Lee Jae-min. And uh, what's so fascinating about him is that he's the first singer, mm-hmm. first singer from the uh, uh, first DJ singer. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I mean, Lee Jae-min oh, was actually a DJ. Really? Yeah, nightclub DJ at the time. That was sort of. The everything was like a DJ singer, DJ slash Kasu yeah. in the nineties and on. Right. But this is the first. He was the first one. Wow. Officially, the first DJ slash singer or wow. DJ out of uh, no, no singer out of DJ scene, scene. right? Club scene. <sighs> so he scene. knew exactly what he was doing. Wow. Yeah, he's doing. He's making some new music mm-hmm. based on what he was actually playing at the time. Right. Mostly, so he knows all the trends. Mostly Euro pop, you know, right. American pop music, British pop. Mm-hmm. Uh, but exactly the kind of synth pop and new wave sound he was playing at the time. And uh, this was one of the, I think, one of the very earliest example of Korean synth pop. Wow. It was just popular music at the time. Yeah. We, we didn't really... Have oh, a name or anything? No, we didn't really know the significance of it. Oh. Yeah, we just thought Lee Jae-min was very weird. I mean, <laughs> he, he did some his kind of unique uh-huh. robot dance. Oh, he even had a robot dance. Yeah, wow. yeah. I think it's one of the first, first wow. kind. But we didn't really... I wasn't really aware of that mm, significance. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it, it happened, you know, because it was so weird. Yeah. Um, yeah, he he wore uh, kind of kind of nerdy looking, geeky looking kind of glasses. Oh. Uh, he was so skinny, and uh, <laughs> his whole movement, that kind of robot thing, was so weird. It's weird. So we, we, yeah. So I just thought, yeah, he, he's an interesting uh-huh, one. Uh-huh. But I didn't know uh, until very recently. Okay. I mean, um, looking back, yeah, looking yeah. back, uh-huh. that was the the <laughs> D moment of the Korean synth pop. That something was shifting. It was a something sea was change. shifting. Yeah. Oh, I'm so curious. All right, let's take a listen. If you know DY, uh, Yang Dong-gun's version of oh, well, his use of the hick, you're going to be really surprised to hear it in its original form. It is Kolmokir Alley by Lee Jae-min. <laughs> 
That was Golmokir Ali by Ijemin. And now it sounds so simple when you listen to it just like oh, this yeah, without context. Extremely simple. But uh, um, I was kind of mind blown as I was listening to it here together with uh, Yongdeshi. It was just all. Uh, in a world of very complicated, emotion-dripping, melodramatic music, uh, kind of a, out of a trot background, yeah, um, I have something this repetitive, yeah, with only like an A part and a B part, and that's it. Whereas you know, um, typical Korean music would have a lot more it- running, moving parts, and. It's kind of mind-blowing that this came out. And you said that it was actually a huge hit at the time. Yeah, it was a huge hit. But we never we never knew, we never know that it was uh, such a, you know, important song. Yeah. <laughs> that, looking back now that this was actually sowing the seeds of, you know, people like, well, everyone... All the whole uh, DJ-based musician, DJ-based yeah. musicians, and et cetera, et cetera, synth- synthesizer music in general, before even MIDI production no, technology was way invented. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. As we listen to this song, yes. it, I, I feel once again that this was close to K-pop rather than the contemporary music at the time. Very true. Right? It's in, much in closer to K-pop. In terms of arrangement that you, you mentioned. Exactly. And the sound... Um, yeah, I mean, it's close, close to Wonder Girls, right? <laughs> it's true, <laughs> right? Honest. Like, yeah, if you think about yeah. Tell Me, Tell Me or yeah, something. Or, yeah. You know, even Abracadabra or yeah, something. exactly. But to think that in 1985, somebody, and he made his, he he did a robot dance, made electronic, no are no natural instruments. And the vocal style. Even the vocal style. Yeah. Make his voice sound like an instrument. Uh-huh. I think he was making a statement about, you know, it's very right. cool stuff. Yeah, we, we thought he was just a bad singer. Karmaki, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. you know. But it, it, bad or good, he had very strong and clear intentions. Um, definitely cool. He stuff. made only two two great albums, then he al- almost retired. Mm, I um, see. I see. So yeah, mm-hmm. he he was remembered as a sort of like a kind of legend, Sugar Man. Wow, real Sugar Man. Amazing. All right, really cool stuff. JAL was very surprised that there was an original song to Gulmokir. Um, this next song also came out in the same year. Same year, 85. Good, yeah, good historical conflict. No, another A than... hit star, star, star <laughs> of the 80s. Right, Nami. Right? Nami. Yeah, she did everything. She dominated. Yeah, we uh, we talked about, uh, you know, the while back, mm-hmm. um, the history of Korean ba- pop ballad, right? Right. And her song, yes. Sukuninyan, was one of the early, early, earlier example. Really but good. But now, still so good. Again, uh, in, in this kind of new wave uh, slash mm-hmm. synth pop mm-hmm. genre, she was she was another innovator. Um, team with uh, producer, arranger, um, composer Kim Myung-gun, mm-hmm. who was once uh, once a really really famous and uh, capable. Uh, the session man I and see. a member of uh, 사랑과 평화 Love and Peace. Oh. So he he was so dominant. Yeah. He was so dominant in in music world. He almost he arranged the, all the popular song at the time, including wow. all the the every repertoire of Imunses wow, uh, really? album at the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so it, we it, go to arranger arranger. Yeah, wow. and he produced this song, including Pingle Bingle and other songs. Wow. Uh, with Nami, uh-huh. uh, the song is called "You Kajimarayo." Mm-hmm. 
Um, so, so you can definitely see some similarity uh, yeah. between this song and Kolmokil that you just heard mm-hmm. uh, in terms of the sound because that they kind of shared a similar type of, you know, instruments, uh, electronic uh, devices, and everything. But you can definitely see in in terms of the the kind of composition style mm-hmm. <clears throat> and uh, and uh, kind of rather the complex arrangement style. Um, I mean, is I mean. If you listen to Kolmokil, it is you can see that it is a it is a work of DJ. Right. But if you listen to this song Yokajimarayo, right, you can definitely see some more kind of mu- musical musicality. Yeah, musicality right. and, and Nabi more being a famous vocalist. Yeah, ambitious kind of things and huh. all the, the the musical details that Kim Myung-gon and Nami was was uh, thinking. She, about at the time. As a sumbanim, I always look up to her for just oh, she's yeah. just so. She was so not afraid of things. Yeah. And I think that's how she became the innovator. And, and very unique. I mean, so unique. She has she always has a, some some very mysteriously unique vibe, you yeah, know, around does. her. Yeah. And um, a new, unique voice as well oh, yeah. and just trying things that I think a lot of other contemporary artists would be hesitant to try, but yeah. she she has that confidence. All right, let's listen. Nami with Yokajimarayo, do not tempt me. That was Nami with Yokajimarayo, do not tempt me. Now, just the huge <laughs> contrast, like in what, like you said, the musicality between the first song and science. The first song was sort of a statement piece. He yeah. he was very deliberate in what he was trying to accomplish. Right. And um, like you said, the musicology of Kim Jong-un, this amazing arranger, I can see how many um, instrumentalists after him was so influenced by him. Right. And right. also, I was telling you, this totally just straight up sounds like something that I would have heard on the radio back mm. in 1985 in the States. Isn't it, I mean, isn't the it quality just amazing? Was, I mean... When we listen to it now, it's hard to get over the whole, like, well, it sounds so dated. It sounds mm. so, you know, we say yuchihe or, you mm. know, corny or cheesy. Um, one of our listeners said the first song sounds like a video game. I mean, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. 80s. I mean, because yeah. that's, they were sourcing from the same instruments, of right. course, right? Yeah. One, but, one of the songs that you would listen, you know, from the soundtrack <laughs> of Stranger Things were... Sure. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. But... Yuakajimare uh, also sounds like it could be in the soundtrack if it wasn't a Korean song of Stranger Things. It could have been on the radio. It's amazing that it came out in 85. Mm. What about the guitar solo and uh, the kind of melody that you would not you know, yeah. find easily at the time in Kayo, especially time, kind of trot influenced yeah. Kayo, typical Kayo or folk, folk ballad. Also, kind a, of major, a major key hook. Yeah. Right? Um, interesting stuff. And uh, one good point that you made uh, while we were listening to the song. Um, nowadays, we have something called like contemporary music um, majors installed in all universities. Institutions. And, and colleges yeah. and even at learning academies. Really easy to learn an instrument. And if you're going to go to college, you can go to college for music. But these guys, they didn't have anything no. like that. They just trial and error and just from the strength of their listening skills. <laughs> 
right? <laughs> uh, and and they were accomplishing music like this. They they didn't even have a sequencer. No, you, you know what I mean. Yeah. You you have to play it in a in a whole song, real time, like real time, the yeah. whole thing, all four <laughs> minutes without messing up, or else you have to start all over again. Right. I mean, yeah. All right. Keeping that in context, we're hopping over one more year to our next piece. From 1986. It is the SM. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of people forget, especially You'll be shocked. Literally shocked. Our non-Korean listeners always forget that SM actually stands for a person's name. Suman Lee. Yes. Yeah. Um, famous and, and infamous. Famous and infamous. <laughs> but we're going back to famous singer times. He was, he was pretty um, popular yeah. and very influential yeah. singer. Uh, in, uh, in his his prime, yeah. uh, especially the mid eighties, mm-hmm. uh, he he did a lot of things that uh, nobody ha- has ever done. So he was already innovating way back even then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He he always said, I don't know where it came from, but Just he always so out of the box had uh, this like amazing thoughts about mm-hmm. new music. Right. I mean, he he always labeled. Uh, his his album like New Age oh, Part One, right. New Age Part Two, mm. New Sound or something like that. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah. in his gene, I think it's in. It, it was just in his blood. Yeah. It was just that the yeah. quality of being Isuman. It was always in him. So he had a wonderful uh, career mm-hmm. as a folk singer mm-hmm. in the early eighties. Then he um, he had some 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 three years four years hiatus mm-hmm. uh, to study engineering in the U.S. Mm. But he just observed and studied uh-huh. a new trend of electronic music, new uh-huh. wave, uh-huh. pop idol music. Then he came back yeah. to establish his own company, SM mm-hmm. Entertainment. Mm-hmm. And also he released a series of new music yeah. that uh, so that was so much different from what he ha- had been doing, had been doing mm-hmm. uh, before uh, the, the 1986. So this one, <laughs> yeah, I think you'll be very... You know, pleasantly surprised by this song. Mm-hmm. It was another. It was not even a hit, but uh, if you if you listen to it, you yeah. you be surprised by these how, you know, this in, in innovative sound. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think the only exception um, might be his voice. His voice is still kind of right. very folk folky, singer folk singer quality. quality. But the arrangement is so amazing. And uh, again, it was. From 1986. Wow, interesting. Okay, so 1986, here's Isuman and his kind of the way that he's interpreting all the sea change of synthetic music and MIDI production that yeah. to come uh, in a few years, but avant garde as always. Here mm-hmm. is Gucci Omnen Sungan or Endless Moment. That was Isuman with Gucci Omnen Sungan or Endless Moment. I <laughs> I feel more of a connection with this song and the first song, Ijemin, mm-hmm. because it has that disco tinged uh, rhythm yeah. running. Um, you can hear it as a ding 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 ding. Yeah. Um, which is still kind of left over from the 70s. Right. Um, Nami is the only outlier here with the just awesome, straight up, total like western pop feel going on but yeah uh, this song also 
Oh, you can just feel the innovation, especially with the synthesizer touches. I mean, if you really think about the fact that there's no looping, there's no copy pasting. <laughs> Come on, folks, you have to like be mind blown. Auto tune or something yes, like that. Yes, but that they thought of making this repetitive um, hook format music. Hmm. Uh, funny though, GHSK Fen Zero Nine says I can hear his talking voice even as he sings. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and and um, most of our listeners who are unfamiliar with kind of this little niche here just kind of keeps thinking of 80s animation, keeps thinking of video game. I mean, again, the same instruments were making this, the sounds all across the board. We didn't yeah. have a variety of making a distinguishment so, distinction. So. Right. so you guys are hearing it all properly. That's for sure. Wow. I mean, still, I, I just can't believe that these songs are, um, especially the from mm-hmm. mid eighties. I mean, yeah. not even from the eighty eight or eighty nine. Because I mean, eighty from from the eighty eight, eighty nine like Olympics and on. Yeah, right. and the whole this, this music right. business has been, you know, you know, changed so much. Right, right. I mean, based on the new technology, yeah. new studio equipment, especially yeah. the new idea of like this globalizing, right. you know, phase. Right. But the 84, 85, 86, we're still in, uh, and musically, yeah. it was really primitive yeah. uh, in, 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 you know, many different ways. Mm-hmm. But still, somehow, some, you know, very talented innovators like Lee Jae-min, Nami, Isuman, right. from very different fields, right? right? Lee Jae-min is from the from uh, club scene. Nami is definitely mainstream artist. Right. Isuman is a folk singer. Mm. But they somehow, they, they kind of They're shared... Tapping into... Kind of musical zeitgeist kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Um, that's a, that's an interesting part, always interesting part uh, of, of this pop culture mm-hmm. thing. I mean... You know, it is not just individuals, one individual's accomplishment. It no. is some some shared idea of. It is many individuals, right? Many individual, individual accomplishments come together in summation, right? Yeah, added up, yeah. Interesting, yeah. Who is our next artist of the day? This one is interesting because this one is only uh, so. Th- this is not a original song. It was a co- cover song. Oh, at the time we called it Ponango. Ponango. Um, ah, yes, yes, yes. But <laughs> uh, I learned, we all learned Ponango from Liz on Kayo Top 10. Right. It is a song that is not Korean, but made for the local Korean audience. Sometimes translation. Sometimes, sometimes not. Sometimes new, new, words new words to the existing music. Right. So basically cover song or, or remake, remake song. song. Remake song. Uh-huh. But the, 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 the thing about Ponango is it, it is not it is not permitted. So it is not... Oh. It wasn't technically permitted. No. So there was. It was never an official cover. It's not like licensed by EMI Music or anything. Basically, illegal cover. Okay. Shh. (laughs) I mean, but like you said, in the mid '80s, we're not a globalized society. We didn't really know how to do it. They didn't have any any rules. We really like this song, so let's just make Korean lyrics and release it. Mm -hmm. It was a very simple thinking. Yeah. Very innocent, really, if you look at it. So, way. so the artist that I, I like to introduce today is Seoul Family. Seoul uh, Family, kind of uh, sounds familiar, but right. This, um, um, so it, it, it's the group, very interesting group. So hmm. Seoul Family was known for their cover versions. Oh, 
They they have many original songs, right. but mostly their hits are some sort of cover song, some sort of remade for rock and roll. I see. Uh, but this time yes. it is song original, originally recorded by Jermaine Jackson. Oh, yeah. Michael Jackson's brother. Yeah, and Pia Zadora. Uh, she's an Italian singer. Yes. And the song was a major hit. Uh-huh. It's a mega hit in, in the U.S. and in the U- European market. Mm-hmm. The song was called When the Rain Begins to Fall. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the song was covered by his whole family uh, under the name, the title of Lee Jae-nin. Lee Jae-nin. But you know mm-hmm. what? It was su- such an amazing cover. Really? You know, you can definitely see the mm-hmm. quality difference in terms mm-hmm. of the, the sound quality. Mm-hmm. But you, can, you just cannot... Uh, you know, tell the difference in terms of the the vocal quality. Yeah, there's the wonderful singer Sour Family. Um, uh, there they made a, a series of hits yeah. back in the eighties, but the, this this one was probably the most popular one. I didn't know at the time that uh, it was a cover song. Oh yeah, yeah. Probably nobody did. I knew Jermaine Jackson, but I don't know for some reason. I always believed that this one was the original song by Soul mm. Family, and uh, that's why I so res- respected yeah. the, the, these guys. <laughs> they were amazing. The song was so, <laughs> so I mean, so innovative. I, I mean, can so, imagine. Yeah, so sophisticated uh, compared to other Korean songs at the time. Uh, but uh, but again, uh, you be you be maybe some of you would recognize the song. Maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Um, Soul family. I mean, one thing obviously I can tell you from personal experience is one: just because you remake a beautiful song doesn't mean your version is great. Mm. You know, it, you're you're showing your a different kind of musicianship right. yeah. in the way you reinterpret yeah. right yeah. so it's going to be I vaguely remember um, this the when the rain begins to fall I don't remember that it was Jermaine Jackson and Pia Zadora but, so, <laughs> but I do think that it'll kind of some synapses will fire because I think I'll remember this song let's see if you guys remember it too here's Soul Family with Ijinnin or From Now a remix version of Lee Jae-nin and you know what we're gonna just we want to get into the retro vibe and so we're gonna play a little bit of the original version we found it in the system here you go That was the original version <laughs> of Soul Family's Ijenen or From Now. What you heard at first was actually a remix version. As soon as it started, um, our expert was like, oh, wait, this is not the one. Oh, darn it. And, and he was setting up, you know, the historical context and the the aspect of synthesizer music. Um, but you know what? You're going to be so happy to see our, our listeners' comments because as soon as it started, one of our listeners, it's, and by the way, one of our younger listeners said, hmm, this kind of sounds like... Coyote song, oh. okay, already was tuned into the fact that, wait a minute, we I don't feel like we're in the same decade anymore. And mm. so, and you were correct, it was not only a remix 
later on, right. apparently it was such a big hit that there was remixes. They added a rap, and it turned into a 90s-style song. Right. Also, it was even done by Coyote J. also recognized it. Uh, you mentioned that Size also yeah. covered this Recently. song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Recently. and Country Coco as well. Country Coco yeah. did this song. So it's very familiar to everybody. Um, and uh, we have listener Deng who says... Weird Tongue Name Soul Family. Am I the only one who knows this person? Am yeah. I dating myself? Weird Tongue, uh, the lead singer. Yes. Um, he he's not part of the group uh, anymore, anymore, but uh, he was the original member of Soul Family. And Weird Tongue, that that the kind of the signature very husky and husky raspy sound. kind of yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah. He was uh, he was amazing singer. Uh, he he did a lot of ballad music, folk music, even trot music. He's got later. a great voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this one, I mean, you you have to know the, the kind of kind of cultural link between this this Korean synth pop movement to European pop music. You mentioned that it sound, sounded like disco. So, yeah, so but the that's original actually dis- Euro pop, more Euro roots. Right. right. So the disco music mm-hmm. originally flourished in, in the U.S. In the US. late 70s, uh, 77, 78. Then, then disco it went away. Died <laughs> yeah. for some reason. It really died. But it, it has been revived as a, as a, a few different genres, yeah. new wave, yeah. synth pop, yeah. and also Euro disco mm. and Italo disco. Mm-hmm. So disco music produced in uh, in uh, Italian uh, Italy, oh. and that was the kind of one of the direct influence on Korean synth pop at I the see. time, Italian pop. Mm-hmm. So you, you can definitely see, you, you know, Jermaine Jackson and Italian singer. Yeah. Um, Pia Zodora right. and this one When the uh, Rain Begins to Fall yeah. was uh, sort so of like a They're looking at the European market Yeah, exactly Yeah, I see yeah. that I definitely see that um, Interesting stuff here uh, and I just love that our listeners were able to come immediately hmm. list here Wait a minute We're not in the right decade right now but we went back to the number 8 um, and uh, I liked it I liked it a lot One listener said he felt like it was a little Bruce Springsteen-y, which is oh. quite an interesting yeah. comment yeah. because yes, the voice was Bruce Springsteen-y, and some of the rock hits were, but uh, I don't know. It's they were originally to rock group, Soul Family. They were. So I'm so, we're, I'm so proud of. So proud. Of you. We're so proud of you. We really are. Okay, we've got one more, and this one everyone's gonna know. I mean, ah, everyone's gonna know. Amazing All song. ages. It's a classic, but it's also a great way to illustrate as a finale for today's playlist. Yeah, it is Kim Wan-san. The culmination of this quote unquote, what is this new bangle synthesizer music? Uh, and the title and itself, have... you know, rhythm so get good dancing yes. to the rhythm, exactly referred. Uh, the newest exactly. kind of phenomenon, club music, dance mm-hmm. music, synth pop music, right. and the song was composed by Shin Jung-yeon Sonsenyu. Wow. I, in, that kind of blows my mind as, all the as time. As far as Shin I know, so- I think only two two musicians uh, you know, actually mastered heavy rock, R&B, and dance music at the same time. Yeah. Shin Jung-yeon and Sotaeji maybe. Only two, mm. only two musicians. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't amazing. know. Yeah, he's even even Shin Jung Hyun, this rock legend, um, innovator, uh, sort of. He's historically important, like Bob Dylan is important. Yeah. You know, he's just, yeah. um, and he even was tuning into the new rhythm that we will be all yeah. dancing to. I, I think it's the just the new uh, way we will be making music. Yeah, it, this feels like a kind gesture. Yeah. you know, Shin Jung Hyun's own gesture yeah. to the to the new trend yeah. that. So, you know, 
saying that I'm aware of this. Right. And this is the, this is kind of gift to Kim Han Sun, new new singer for the right. new generation. And according to Kim Han Sun, this mm-hmm. was completely produced by computer. Wow. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I, I Because I, even in the last song we heard Soul Family, you yeah. said they're a rock group and that makes sense because they finished with so really musical hit. Right. You know, in their uh, outro we call section. I mean, it was a very yeah. complicated um section. Uh, but this was just all computer generated. Yeah, at the I, I time, think so. it's got to be kind of mind blowing. What Amazing. you don't need any instrumentalists in the room, yeah. just someone on a computer and yeah. a mouse and a keyboard. And by Shin Jung Young, <laughs> and by Shin Jung Young, our you know rock guitarist legend of psychedelic rock and all sixties music. What hmm. Adam Dawn Kangsung. Composer, yeah, mean Adam Down Gang Sample. He composed this one, Rhythm So Good Chimer, and and the, the whole wow. lyrics yeah. is so avant garde, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, you know, it's I don't know the the music, the modern, in, yeah, in the midst of modern music, you know, it's so it's it's describing the whole club scene, yeah. the scenery of, of, of club, it kind of surmises, and yeah, he wants on definitely an icon of the era, right. Mm. Amazing. Thank you so much for this really interesting, unique kind of little diversion into K-pop history. I enjoyed it very much. I enjoyed it a lot, too. All right. Well, I hope you have a great week. Stay cool in the heat. And here's Kim Wan-sun taking us out. Rhythm Soge Kuchumer, or Dancing to Rhythm. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow.